on this week's IGN UK podcast. You need to cut your grass. Defibri- defibri- defibrillators? All I've done is put different hair on your brother. There's a dragon that looks like a vagina. Hello. 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 Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Uh, this is podcast number 105. I am not Alex as usual. Uh, Alex is away gallivanting on holiday with Baby and Wath. Is that where he's gone? Anyone know? Uh, no. Um, no, Spain. 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 Mallorca. Uh, joining me for this uh, inevitable shitstorm today is Mr. Stuart Reed. Well, Stuart hello. Reed, you're our technical producer here at IDN. Is that, I don't think that is my official <laughs> my term, is it? I don't know. But you're pressing the buttons and yeah. doing the computer stuff and you do videos and stuff. I just think that we never introduce who we are. So people listen to the oh, podcast and just like, they just think we're guys but, who, yeah. who, who put this <laughs> out. You're like cleaners. We're just the cleaners. <laughs> We do imagine that if one day we were like, wait, they've put a podcast out and it's not us. Who is it? And it's the cleaner going. This game's wicked, mate. Uh, anyway, <laughs> also joining me on the sofa is Mr. Daniel Kruper, the FIFA 12 reviewer extraordinaire. Hello, everybody. That's my job title. <laughs> I'm, I'm only busy for one week a year. You're very hoarse today. I'm very horsey. Are you ill? I've got a slight cold and it's got, I've got a raspy voice. Yeah, so apologies if you're not picking this up. Just turn your bass up. Turn no, treble Christ, turn your, turn, your treble, turn your treble up and turn your bass down. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, because otherwise you'll be in trouble. More unintelligible than you. There are going to be usual, even. low-quality usual. computer usual. subwoofers bouncing around all over the country when this goes live. And also joining us is the, is the equivalent of the, the fifth Beatle, the, the lost member of IGN UK podcast, <laughs> the most favourite guest ever, it's Mr Pete Donaldson. Oh my word, hello. Hello. hello I was Pete. listening to the show a couple of weeks ago and it was the filthiest <laughs> podcast <laughs> I think I've ever heard. He literally did not go 10 seconds without someone mentioning a part of a lady's body, yeah. a man's body, poo. You, you were away that week, weren't you? I was right. away that week, yeah. Well, right. able to rein us all week. in. Although, but that was pre- before we pressed the button. That's going to get, that's an extra. It can't be an extra. <laughs> We've just talked about 10 minutes about wiping your ass. It's not, mm. it's not big, it's not clever. It's certainly not advisable with A4 paper either. Um, so, <laughs> uh, as usual on the IJN UK podcast, we're going to be talking all things games, movies, um, Lou Roll, all that sort of stuff. And to There's start- an American artist called Lou Rawls, isn't there? Lou Rawls? Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. Like it's like a country, uh, uh, oh. country and western art. It's Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. Yeah, Rawls. Rawls. Mm. Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. He's called Lou Rawls. <laughs> <Lou Rolls. laughs> That's name. Uh, we're, first of all, we are going to do as we normally do by talking about what we've been up to in that, innit? Uh, celebrity Gaming Club. CGC. CGC. Um, what is that all about, Daniel and Stu? You went. We went on Tuesday night. Didn't we? Yeah, Stu? we went to the happening fashionable Shoreditch area of London. I felt very out of place. You did. I did. Yeah. I looked out of place. You t- terribly out of place. I had a Ghostbusters t-shirt on, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was ironic, though. Was it? Yeah, in short, yeah. it was ironic. Were you wearing it ironically? No, I really like Ghostbusters. I, I am actually so. a Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's, it's a... Uh, uh, y- 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 which went well. Uh, it's a place for um, it's a place for for posh uh, people, posh famous people, to go to to play video games. Or is it, it just for them to go and pick up free video games? You might say that. <laughs> we, wouldn't say, we wouldn't say that. Couldn't, um, couldn't it was possibly Battlefield Three, and they had FIFA Twelve running. So it was, oh, like it was a FIFA, FIFA Twelve, 12 launch party, or I suppose kind of. You know, FIFA's out at the end of this week, so it was yeah. kind of picking up some momentum. Yeah, I, I went to the first one, didn't I? And I sort of talked to a couple of Dame Bowers. Bowers. Dame Bowers. Yeah. Dame Bowers. Desperately surprised at how how much uh, Dan Bowers is into his video games, and mo- particularly he was talking about like games like Police Quest, the old Sierra series and stuff. <laughs> Police Quest, King's Quest, he used to be into. I just the rest. I don't think that's fascinating. But all the rest of the footballers didn't really. They weren't really into it. But Dane, we've uh, got some groupies coming in. <laughs> ah, fuck that man. Police I'm, Quest. I'm, I'm getting up close and personal with Sonny Bonds <laughs> from Police Quest. Well, we have a, sim- yeah, we have a similar we're, experience. I was going to say we'll we'll take you Dane Bowers and we'll raise you Ollie Muirs. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. little Ollie Muirs. Yeah, yeah little Ollie, Ollie Muirs. Ollie Muirs. He's a big fan of um, ghouls and goblins. This like, is yeah. Okay. He knows his shit. He, yeah, he's, he knew his shit. He buys um, retro games off eBay from his Commodore. <laughs> He's, he's just he's recently bought a CD32 I think he said or was it yeah. a Sega CD I can't remember I don't know it's a CD32 CD. would be a, yeah. quite a, oh, quite the purchase I've always wanted one of them really I've been looking at old uh, Amigas online uh-huh. today, yesterday like like 50 quid for a f- Amiga 500 yeah. Yeah. I've still got yeah. mine I've got an old but I think that it, the novelty would wear off after like seven minutes of trying to load a game I think yeah, it really yeah. does but, but on the Amiga you get that word program where you can type in and the Amiga reads it Yes. Oh, on the workbench. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. The workbench. That was yeah. good, wasn't it? Eh? 
Um, so any other celebs that you were hanging out with playing football with? Antonio Ferdinand. Antonio Ferdinand. Apologies to Anton Ferdinand. Um, Anton Ferdinand. Sean Wright Phillips was there. Jay Bothroyd. Basically all the QPI team. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, was Jerry Barton there? Jerry Barton wasn't no. there. What? He made Probably just reading Nietzsche or something. Um, it was a bit Nietzsche. You've got similar oh, hair to him now. Has he copied you? Or? Yeah, I used to. I, I have similar hair. I do a podcast called The Football Rumble, and uh, historically, I always had Joy Barton's hair. <laughs> now I'm more of a Michael Rosicki. I think. Um, Tommy Thomas Rosicki. Michael Rosicki. Who's Michael Rosicki? His brother. His rumble. brother looks just like me. Yeah, he's, got, <laughs> he's got cracking hair, though. <laughs> we. Uh, we had free beer all night though. That was oh, good, and also very good catering <laughs> by the sounds of it. Well, if, well. You, if you like Nando's, <laughs> who doesn't like Nando's? Footballers like love Nando's. Nando's. That's they, the they really love Nando's, and the Nando's staff really love footballers. Yeah, yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> I've been a lot of pictures with them. We've talked about this before. The black card, right? What when you get a Nando's black card and you can mm. go get Nando's free whenever you want it? My mate Matt, he uh, he's been taking advantage of that for a couple of years now. You got to renew them every December, right? And uh, he. He's rinsed the Covent Garden Nando's. With, uh, they serve him booze as well. Wow. So he sort of spent 80 quid uh, doing cocktails and stuff. And wow. How did you get one? Nando's. I think they just have to send you they one, right? You've got, you got to hit up, hit up a PR and really sort of romance a PR for about the best part of so 10 years. the thing is, you've got to renew it every year. One year they'll just say, look, you're not famous enough anymore. Yeah. You oh, can't have it. Oh, oh my God. Revolt. That's when you know. Yeah. And EA have just brought out their own version of the black card, the AAA club. Have you What's seen this? That? I've seen a few people tweeting about it. Saw Scroobius Pip and um, DJ, what was his name that was here the other, the other week? DJ Target. DJ Target yeah. from Roll Deep. They're sending out these black cards and apparently you get 24 free games from EA. Mm. You just have to hit them up That's and say, these good. are the games that I want from you. Brilliant. And it lasts for a, if it lasts for a year. So, so um, I also played Aston from JLS at FIFA 12. Excellent. Yeah, so there you go. Mm. If any, you, if, any, if any Martin was still here, it would have been Aston and Martin. Aston Martin, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, you've ruined it, Dan. You've ruined yeah. it. Change your name. <laughs> um, so we're going to have some stuff on the site from the Celebrity Gaming Club event. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So keep no, an I eye on IGN.com's. We'll be up tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I've been playing a few video games. That's what I've been up to. Did you? Including Forza 4. Yeah. A Forza. A bit, a bit of Forza. Anyone excited about Forza 4? Mm. I'm not a big racing game fan in general, but it looks good. Though, it looks good. I enjoy playing you. Yeah, but, it, but yeah, beating me. Yeah, we said, "Well, we'll pick old cars," and he picked a really good old car, and I had to get a really shit one, and he beat me. <laughs> and I was just like, "This isn't fair." Did you have a Mondeo? No, <laughs> it was some old Jaguar, and he had some old Aston. We were going around the Top Gear track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was quite good. That's that's the good thing Forza's, in Forza. the, the Forza's are kind of like the more um, playful, slightly more interesting yeah, yeah. than GT5. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it looks really good. So well, we can't really say much more than that, I guess, I until the reviews up. But that sure. was really good. Also, been playing Rage as well, which we've just got some inside information about Bethesda from Pete Donaldson. Yeah, um, the, the office next to my radio station, what I work for, Absolute Radio, uh, they're at one Golden Square and Bethesda are at two Golden Square. So I've discovered if I hang out of the studio window <laughs> into Golden Square, I can look into their office. Uh, all I've seen is literally just a Rage poster. And, uh, <laughs> that's about it, really. Scoop. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rage looks really good. It's kind of like uh, a bit like Borderlands. Yeah. Probably a bit less RPG, a bit more shootery, but it looks really good. It's got a really cool like revive system. So w- when you die, you don't just respawn somewhere. You have to bring yourself back to life with you the, like shock yourself. Yeah, with um, Daniel Craig Casino Royale. Defibr- defrib- defibrillators. Defibrillator. Yeah, which I, I think it's like, kind of like a mini game as well. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. Defib. Defibrillator. Defib. Defib. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we go with this. Anyway, that's that's what I've been I've been doing. Playing some actual games. Which is makes a change. When's Rage out? Editing at that point. The fourteenth. The actual date. <laughs> um, and then Daniel, you've been playing FIFA twelve and also relishing in Keza's downfall. Yeah, <laughs> p- just to paint the picture a little bit. Keza sits behind me in the office and she's been reviewing Dark Souls for the site, and it's just brutal. Just, she has her headphones on and she just talks to everything she meets in the game hello yeah who are you who who are you are you nice are you nice is he in my face is he into my face kill the motherfucker (laughs) she she gets really foul mouthed she does yeah and my favourite thing was um, I was watching her play over her shoulder and she was in the sewer and this big frog creature (laughs) with huge eyes came up to her and she went Daniel what you want to be aware of with the frogs is they're easy to kill but frogs can curse you Brilliant. <laughs> Which is obviously the perennial concern with any amphibian. <laughs> they, they do have the power to curse you. But she was getting really into that. And she's, you know, one boss took her 10 hours. 
she, I, she is close to having a complete mental collapse. Yeah, I think she is, well, yeah. yeah. I, I went out for lunch with her the other day and she just she looks disconnected from reality. <laughs> she looked to the, at the waiter quite suspiciously, like he was going to turn into some kind of vampiric squid at any moment. The Metro warned us. The Metro newspaper warned us. This is why this <laughs> was going to happen. Did it? Well, I was sort of saying last week that um, uh, there was a study sort of saying that people, that video games players, um, there was a study about video games players um, not being able to separate real life from video games. And... Um, and basically, the Metro journalist did this massive hatchet job on the whole uh, study. Basically, saying, I just want to know like the bad things, and then they wrote this thing going, "People want to use a portal gun to get sandwiches from the fridge." <laughs> this stuff and all that. this nonsense, and um, and it was just it was just a massive joke, really. Um, but wasn't the sample size like seventy five people? Yeah. Not even that. It was like forty five people. What? And if you think about it, what have, what has kids been doing since the start of bloody time? And you, like you stop watching Star Wars and you start pretending that you've got a light, lightsaber in your hand. Thing, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm going to scalp but, you. Uh, <laughs> right. but, um, but there's a fundamental flaw with that whole portal thing anyway because you'd have to get up to to find your fridge to shoot the portal yeah, hole in it. Yeah, you've actually gone through to the fridge yeah. unless you can see the fridge from where, from you're, where sat, you're sat through your line yeah. of sight. Um, also, it seems like TV producers are struggling to tell the rea- difference between reality and video games. Did you see this yeah. this week? There was a, a documentary on the ITV about IRA's <laughs> link to... The ITV. The ITV <laughs> with... Uh, um, I was going to say Mahaf- Mahatma Gandhi then it's not is it what's his name it's Gaddafi, Gaddafi. Gaddafi. <laughs> um, and they used footage from Armour 2 to illustrate a um, real life IRA video but I, d- I, d- I don't they understand how they got real that footage. IRA video didn't they I, I can't understand where they got it that footage it was on YouTube from. it was posted on YouTube as real IRA footage right. of a bombing and it was actually just this game <laughs> that's, that's and so they, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't go into the edit suite and just sort of got to get the wrong tape out I've got video game footage or real life footage over there <laughs> It's why I show you going on tonight, breaking news, and it's a clip from Dark Souls. <laughs> Look at the shit that's going on in London. Man cursed by frog in dungeon. There's a dragon that looks like a vagina. Big pink blamange thing sucking everything up, <laughs> spitting it. Uh, so just before we wrap up on Keza's thing, she's in San Francisco. She's, yeah, she's, Probably by the time you listen to this, she may have finished there, but she's doing a 24-hour Dark Souls yeah, live stream. 8, from 8 p.m. Thursday to 8 p.m. Friday. Right, okay. Hours. So it, we might pick this up and be able to tune in, but uh, yeah, wish her luck, and um, we hope she gets back safely because yeah. she might just turn to mush and yeah. never come back. She might just have a mental breakdown live on camera. Mm. But she's going to be there with Casey, I think, and the guy who's writing the Dark Souls guide and loads of people from Dark Souls. Yeah, and like all the IGN editors going to appear to keep them going because I don't think she could do 24 hours just on her own. I could just have her having a little power. She should do a rap. She should start rapping. She should do. That would be amazing. She's an immense rapper. Uh, but mainly, you, you two have been playing FIFA 12 or you've been playing way too much FIFA 12. I've been playing a lot of FIFA 12. It'll be out today if you're listening to this on Friday, which hopefully, yeah. which, or this weekend. It's, it's really good. I gave it a 9.5 and as soon as the review went live um, last week, we were looking at comments um, and one of our favourite comments was, this, this, it's not Skyrim. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well aware it's not Skyrim, and I gave it 9.5 knowing it's not Skyrim or going to be comparable to Skyrim. Yeah, but well, Skyrim's put, not out, surely. They don't know, I know how good Skyrim is. But I, but I judged it very much on <laughs> it's aiming to be a football simulation. Yeah. And for that, it's the best thing. And best FIFA thing 11 got 9.5? Yeah, Maureen Robinson gave it 9.5. Yeah, so it's, it's so, just as good? Yeah. So I guess FIFA, FIFA must be a hard game to review because, like you said, there's no characters, there's no story. Well, there is a story, I guess, but it's not like... But it's, all, it's very... It's playing with your friends and you can't estimate or judge that what, what an individual's experience of that's going to be like. Yeah. Um, yeah the, so the, the thing with football video games, I think it's always... If there's a problem with it, it's quite clear to the player what is wrong with it and what needs to be fixed. And when those things don't get fixed, that's when the anger comes out. But with, some, with a story-based system... It, they can go anywhere with it with a football sim they can only make the defending better they can only make the goalkeepers yeah. more and you know, re- realistic and there's a review there's a lot less to get your teeth into yeah. you can't talk about character you can't talk about narrative theme or any of those things that you would normally talk about if you were reviewing a book or a film yeah. with FIFA it's just like what's changed realistic and hair rendering those changes and you know the defending's very strong I, 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 it's a lot more natural to how a proper footballer just guards his his area, so to speak, it's a lot more zonal. It's not necessarily. Yeah, it's about applying pressure rather than just yeah. like, oh, knit the ball back off yeah. you right away. I, I was using on the few times that I've played it um, yesterday and the day before. Um, I was using the tell that man over there to go and help out <laughs> sort of button, yeah. and then letting let, and allowing yourself to give yourself time to 
I think um, to stop crosses coming yeah, in. I think so, it's so. called the Tony Adams button. <laughs> yeah. It's like, get over there now. <laughs> the shout at you on yeah, the defender button. I will bollock you. But uh, Sammy Amiobi on Twitter a couple of weeks ago was sort of saying, I hope, I hope that um, they don't just give me a random black guy's face. <laughs> and, then he, and, then he, and then a week later he goes, I've seen me on, on FIFA... <laughs> That I'm, they've actually done my face, and I looked at it. I think it looks nothing like you. All they've done is put different hair on your brother. I don't know. Uh, uh, you've been playing mind. FIFA and Wii as well, haven't you? You have got a bit of a story about the characters. FIFA and Wii. Um, regardless of the wide array of ethnicities that comprises the Premier League, every single player looks white <laughs> <laughs> from a distance. Nanny is the same shade of skin as. Steven Gerrard Rooney yeah. <laughs> it's just all the same it's like the old song from a distance the world looks the same uh, we've got some feedback from Phil Graver who asks uh, is FIFA is career mode on FIFA any good what are your thoughts on that yeah I've never been a big fan of career mode in general but it, I think if you are they've tweaked and have improved it so yeah I if you're into that I've never been a fan of trolling through the menus and doing the micromanaging I just like getting in and Having a game of FIFA. I think I, I, I IGN's Rich Keen is the man to ask for that, isn't he? I think he's a keen. He really uh, likes um, management mode. Yeah. I only really sort of get in. You know, if you really want a management sim, there are places where you can go. I think the, certainly the people on the Football Ramble forum they're very big on on career mode, but I've just never, I've never sort of felt the need really because you got. I enjoy. Um, I've joined a club and stuff. I only just recently got into that, the sort of eleven on eleven sort of thing, about three or four months ago, but. It, do, uh, um, do the rest of the football Rumble team play FIFA at all? Or? Not massively. No. But they, they should could, do a five aside as versus you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, could, they could still beat me one of them. You can do that on PlayStation. Can you? Yeah, you can have seven on each two. Let's do it. Mm. Let's do it. Let's get it on. Uh, let's move on to the charts. Um, last week we uh, gave our predictions. I think myself and Keza gave predictions on uh, the charts. So shall we find out how we did? Yes. For the first time ever, we have a full house for Keza. Wow. She predicted that Gears of War would be number one, F1 2011 would be number two, and Dead Island would be number three. And she got them spot on. Yeah, exactly. Well so well done. Uh, Zumba Fitness has crept up to number four. Um, Deus Ex is now in, at number five. Other big game releases? Um, I don't think there was anything big last week released. Uh, God of War Collection came in at 23. How's the um, Deus Ex backlash going? Because a lot of people are, uh, are kind of bored of it now. I'm bored and sick of it. It's number really? five. Were well, you sent me that link the other day with all the passwords? <laughs> yeah, there's a card on IGN which has all the passcodes and all, <laughs> the, all the doors. Yeah, all the Who door wrote codes. that down? I don't My know. My goodness. Um, but like millions of them. I know. It, well, it's a wiki thing, so you can just update them. So I guess it's like crowdsourced, but I might go back and play it's like more of it now. Like, like you did the really hard hack, hack and you're like, I've got in there, and you're just reading someone's email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've used about 10 nuke viruses yeah. and stuff. I want 30 pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Can you pick up, yeah. Some milk. You open a safe and, you, and it's got f- ten credits in it. So <laughs> why are you putting it in a safe? You dick. People leave them in their store cupboards in this game. The most, the, the most valuable thing seems to be um, in the sewers behind a wallet you can punch through. It seems. I need to get that org. That's where I keep all my special things behind walls in sewers. <laughs> but I th- I'm vowed to trade that in and um, let La Noire for resist, uh, not resistance, Rude. battlefield. Now I think so. Um, I think that's what I'm going to do. Mm. Take it back. Anyway, let's go on to my predictions. So I didn't do quite as well as. Keza. My predictions were that in the movies we would have Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy at number one. Uh, we would have Drive at number two and in between us at number three. I got Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, right? Right. That mm-hmm. held on to the number one spot. That has now taken 6.9 million pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Crazy Stupid Love came in at number two. Uh, okay. Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling. Mm. Um, so Ryan Gosling was at number two, but in a different movie. Um, so The Power of the Chick Flick. That only took 860,000. That still came in at number two. So big gap. And then Warrior came in at number three. Wow, mm-hmm. uh, Drive came in at number five. In between is at number four. So I in between, dri- I love Drive. It. I really well, still not well, Did it I yet. love Drive? I love the soundtrack to Drive. Yeah, I've heard that. Watched it a couple of days ago. It was very, very nice good. jacket he wears as well. Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit Shenmue. It's a little bit Ryu Ryu Suzuki. Is that the name? I can't remember. <laughs> he always wears the same sort of dragon crappy leather jacket from the eighties, and it's very similar. Um, so, uh, it uh, it looks like it might be a bit more style over substance, but I've heard that's not quite the case. It's got it's shot it's shot very style, well, is it? But yeah. ju- ju- just the soundtrack really jumps out. I don't. I'm not having Ryan Gosling as being this amazing actor. I thought he was good in that film where he was a heroin addict or a heroin addict teacher. I couldn't bear that film. 
I quite enjoyed it. As I recall, I don't remember. Was comp- I can't remember any bits of it. So I that can't remember probably what tells that's the called. Story, but. Uh, not sucker punch. Um, it's something like sucker punch, isn't it? It's yeah. a similar sounding. It's Lars and the Real Half girl. Nelson. Half Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. See Lars and the Real Girl. No, he's good in that. Yeah. Playing a bit of a weirdo. Doesn't don't. say anything in this film. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like Steve McQueen. He just needs a little nod and a little <laughs> smile. I'm like, do some acting. <laughs> say some words. Uh, non-pretending being on yeah. screen doesn't this doesn't count as acting um, no. so d- did you see Drive let us know um, what your thoughts are on this week's charts by emailing us at IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com shall we talk about the news and that the week in news you're doing Is a sting you're it? doing a jingle oh a jingle a spontaneous one yeah oh go on I like mine last week yeah. news, news 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 anyone got any better than that no let's just stick with that one then <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you're really good at jingles. Hey, it's the news. The uh, news. Uh, there you go. Uh, and first up with the news, it's Stuart, Mr. Stuart Reed. Stuart Hello. Reed. Uh, you're talking about a movie about a game. Yes. Uh, That's going to be good then. Unsurprisingly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that there Dead Island, which has been awfully popular, being made into a film. He said riffing because he can't find the piece of paper with the information on. Who's well, got that's the, all right. Who's because got the information? Is anyone? Oh, this is how we roll. Yeah. Uh, let's just make it up then. Lionsgate have bought the rights. Probably. I know that from yeah. whoever made the game because it's made loads of money. Yeah, but Ramiro was supposed to... <laughs> Sorry, Ramiro? my voice just went then. Ramiro. Ramiro. Ramiro was supposed to do like Island of the Dead years ago, wasn't he? Like, he so, did yeah. an Island of the Dead, didn't he? Was that survival of... Yeah. The most recent one. It might be Island of the Dead. Um, there's not just going to be a film, it's going to be comic books and all sorts of... of ter- I, was, I was speaking to a friend about this yesterday, and I'm, I, I'm kind of getting to the end of my infatuation with zombies now. I'm yeah. getting just a bit yeah, bored I, I with zombies. I think the terms of um, the agreement, the license agreement, was Lion Gre- Lionsgate have agreed to milk it. <laughs> right. <laughs> For just all it's really worth. milk it. <laughs> yeah. Um, in every single medium possibly, possible. What do we think? I mean, we're going to throw the kid out the window. We're going to do yeah. it. Well, if it's on an island, I mean, because well, it was, it was. I mean, it, it, it was on the basis of that trailer. That well, they, that was that the initial. Yeah. The initial uh, interest came from, and then yeah. because of the success of the a game, girl the commission the falls out of a window. I'm f- buying it. It's not it's non-linear. <laughs> See, that would be good if it was if it was in reverse. The film was kind of in reverse. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like a memento, but yeah. actually backwards or irreversible. <laughs> God. Um, Ooh, but, irreversible uh, with zombies. I mean, how can can they make this a good movie? I guess a, a, a tropical art holiday it's resort. Just an idea, in, isn't it? It's just zombies on an island, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What you've sold is a, a conceit, yeah. not a character, yeah. not a story. It's just a setup. So it, it, it's, I suppose in some ways it's a blank canvas, but it's not going to do anything anything exciting, is it? Really? Um, let's let's be honest. Um, it, uh, should set, set it in Bogner. Something, yeah. Something, something like, like Hang on. Isle of Wight. Isle of Wight. Set it on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. There you go. Do zombies tan? No. It's fall off. Yeah, surely they just base they, they, they they must be, Yeah, they must dry out and go yeah. even mouldy. Desiccate. In the sun. Yeah. It's a bad setting for a zombie film. Yeah, bad setting. Bad. Bad. Uh, what would be the perfect thing? It'd be like, I guess, just above freezing. Swampy. Keep them sort of preserved but not frozen. <laughs> Well, yeah, just chilled. Yeah, Iceland. Say in Iceland. Just chilled zombies. Like Zomb- a Noyalbanoi zombie sort of. Yeah. House flick. Well, have that. Yeah, edit that bit out. We'll just sell that ourselves. Brilliant. <laughs> Done. Um, the next bit of news is from Daniel. You've got some information about yeah, Final Fantasy. I have to confess first, I'm not really a big Final Fantasy fan. I don't think any of us are really. No. But- uh, it's, it takes a special sort of, sort of person to be a fan of Final Fantasy, and they are very into it. So yeah, I've got I totally I've, got, I've got nothing as the game because when I wrote this story, somebody contacted me on my IGN saying, "Whoa, seriously, dude, you should play this game." I was like, "I'm just reporting what the guy who owns the company that makes the game <laughs> said." Yeah, I said nothing about the game whatsoever. Um, Square Enix CEO Yoichi Wada has said with reference to Final Fantasy XIV that it greatly damaged the brand of Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy XIV when it was shipped was not a kind of finished game. It had lots of problems. They patched it continually. Mm. They're still doing work today to reform it. And that's the MMO Final Fantasy, right? That's the online Final Fantasy, yeah. And, you know, he's still promised that they'll continue to reform and his wording is we hope to revive the final fantasy 14 that should have been released it's almost like you know a long time since it came out yeah um i mean it's quite quite a big well not a revelation but quite a big um uh admission admission from from the head of the company yeah you don't often Um, have people saying stuff like that it's much more guarded and cagey yeah do you admire that though 
I do. I do. I appreciate it. Do the Japanese do the sort of best demo, so to speak? It's kind of difficult. They they were always. It's shifting. I think it's a sea change. I can't remember who was doing a. I can't remember who was doing a piece about it, but they were sort of saying that how um, the Americans um, technologically are slightly advanced to the Japanese because the Japanese always historically used to do arcade pieces that used to just have to run on not basic hardware but a very standardised set of uh, machinery. But the PC was always about um, whatever graphics card you've got, and they could sort of push the mm. envelope a little bit. And I think this guy was sort of saying at, um, at Tokyo Game Show that the, the Japanese were just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how good um, games like uh, Bioshock Three look uh, looks and, and and stuff like that." But um, yeah, it's dis- it's disappointing when you then the CEOs coming out and just sort of saying, "Yeah, yeah, we messed something up like two years ago, and <laughs> we've still not sort of." talked it round sorted it out yeah but when you love Michael Bay to come out and say yeah I, I have fucked up with the Transformers franchise haven't I I do apologise wait I, hang on I, this is someone that people respect oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm going so, on isn't it yeah. what's he going to do come back and say every single film I've made has been awful <laughs> I love the way you, I love the way you kind of strutted yourself when you said that. You were like, "No, wait, man, no, 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 no." So yeah, um, Final Fantasy reputation damage. Do we think? Yeah, and I also think so. The developers have kind of catered for that need for a Western RPG. People like Bioware and Bethesda. Yeah, and you know, yeah, Skyrim, Mass yeah. Effect. It's just, I think they've Skyrim. No FIFA twelve though. It's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's lots of thing, things. It's not. Yeah. It's uh, not got a chair you're sat on either. No. no. Is any has anyone in this room played Skyrim? I've not gone hands on. I just want no. I want to know that it's gonna be any good. It's supposed to be real. Like, you, supposed to be you like those kind of games. I liked I liked four I played Fallout more than all of the rest of them, but my first sort of Xbox three sixty game I think was probably that as I recall, possibly one of the Odyssey the Abe's Odyssey Odyssey games. But um but yeah, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Oblivion up to a point. I just don't necessarily have the amount of time that yeah, it requires anymore. It's the, it's yeah. the, but it's I think the, the new. I think, but it's a new engine, though, isn't it? That's yeah. the kind of that's the main selling point for yeah. me because I was kind of getting sick of that fallout. The same sort of, yeah, engine. I talked to a player and then I talked to an NPC and it's just <laughs> zoom in. Yeah, let's see a crappy animation of a man's mouth. Brilliant. And dragons. And yeah. talking to Skyrim, you've got some news on Skyrim. I've got some news on Skyrim. Skyrim voice cast announced people. Yeah, who's in it? Multiple Oscar nominees provide voices. None of your Chandler Bings in your New Vegas is here. Uh, the following actors were confirmed to be providing voices. Christopher Christopher Plummer. Yeah. The girl with the, the dragon tattoo. I'm not familiar with that guy. Sound, Sound of music. music. Right, Bing. okay. Right. Wow. Right. Uh, Max von Sydow. Sydow, yeah. From The Exorcist. Yeah. The Exorcist slash Minority Report. Joan Allen, The Contender slash The Bourne Ultimatum. Joan I was Allen, thinking yeah. Joan from uh, Mad Men when I heard Joan Allen, but it's obviously not Joan from yeah. No. Men, she it? was good in Ride. She was in it very briefly. Yeah. Uh, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, brilliant. Oh, yeah. As Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Any more of those that sort of stick out? Yeah, I don't, I don't know those names. Uh, yeah. No. That's, that's basically it. That's about it. Uh, these game, aren't playing main characters. Game, game, game director Todd Howard says it's been incredible to have all these actors together. When you start a project, you always make your wish list of actors, and to actually hear them in the game, it's amazing. We can't wait for everyone to experience it. <laughs> When's it out? When's it out? When's it out? November. Uh, November. No, that's what I shouted through Bethesda's ah, letterbox right. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it's not quite up with Fable 3's voice cast, is it? Not really. Uh, it's no, a bit too out. British, I think, Fable 3. I found it, I, I, all the Fables I found quite sort of too twee and British. And yeah, just, I guess oh, so. Oh, how charming. Yeah. Bugger off. I want Christopher Plummer to be the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> that would work for me. Yeah. I think... Um, do you think having really recognisable, distinctive voices though detracts from it? I think it sometimes throws you off, doesn't it? Um, I often find that when a when, when a game has a character that sounds a bit like someone, that's mm. even more distracting because you can't picture anyone else, like Adam Jensen being Batman. <laughs> I suppose that's the kind of difference between sort of Pixar and DreamWorks. Pixar would cast people who were right for the roles, yeah. but DreamWorks would go after the name talent. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. And it's jarring when you're watching a DreamWorks film because it's just a bunch of actors. Do you know what you know, game I, down- I downloaded and played on DOSBox a few weeks ago? Toonstruck with Christopher Lloyd. Do you remember that game? It was like an awful point-and-click adventure. Great animation. I think the Bluths might have, a Bluth might have been involved in it, but mm. um, Christopher Lloyd in this sort of bewildering... Like he'd really fond in the performance. It was really awful. Well, is it, is it the thing is, Christopher Lloyd doesn't turn down work. He <laughs> really doesn't. It really was something else. Is, Check it, it, is it off the back can. of Roger Rabbit or something like that? Then? Again? Is it off the back of Roger it Rabbit? It was that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. It was definitely that kind of thing. It was, he was him, that, him in a cartoon world. Yeah, he played the villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. One of the greatest did, villains he, yeah. of all time, I think. 
Yeah. It's terrifying. I've got st- um, Bob Hoskins in Roger Rabbit. Now, when I was at school, we had this rudimentary... This story goes on a bit. <laughs> we had a rudimentary version of the internet for schools. So it was, it was, well, it was a local area network, effectively. And if I went to any computer in my school and pressed F8, a picture of Bob Hoskins would appear. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, all around the school, that would happen. I've asked my friends about it, and they can't remember it. <laughs> from, from the same school. But I swear, in the northeast, in the late, uh, early 90s, on the BBC, the Acorn Electrons, whatever you had... Press F8 and a picture of Bob Hoskins would appear. It was clearly kind of trying to display that uh, how advanced things got. Tom's googling this. That they could sort of uh, that you could sort of um, digitise a picture of uh, somebody from the movies. So it was him in Roger Rabbit on my computer at school, but nobody from my hey, school can. Can remember. anyone corroborate this? No, That's yeah. an amazing uh, apocryphal tale. <laughs> Thing is, I always wondered what like the F8 F keys were for. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, what F8 they was. Yeah, yeah. F one was magic telephone. We used to have the BBC. Did rub. you ever used to have that program Pub? It was like Pub from the TV thing, but you'd write Pub can write, and he would write something. Oh right, okay, can no. something. Yeah, Pub can press F8 for Bob Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BBC computers, eh? Magical, brilliant. Target audience. I've got some news. <laughs> I don't even know if it's news. It's something bollocks. Uh, Stephen King is writing a sequel to The Shining. Oh, is going to uh, call it Shining Extreme? Oh, I thought Super The Shining Two, uh, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo, which would have been good. Um, uh, what's the guy? Havana Knight. Yeah, what's the guy who gets the axe in his chest called? Oh, oh yeah. Scatman. Um, Scatman Crothers. Well, he's called Scatman Crothers in, in. Oh, that's his that's real name, isn't name it? Yeah. Film, yeah. Yeah, Scatman Crothers lives for The Shining 2. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be called Doctor Sleep. <laughs> and apparently it involved Danny Torrance grown up. He's now a a um, working in a hospital. And the plot involves a travelling group of psychic vampires called The Tribe. Oh, for fuck's oh. sake. Oh, so it's, um, yeah. God. Stephen King just writes any old shit, doesn't he? He will. Yeah. He's way <laughs> past his prime. Uh, but I don't even know what to say about that. Just ignore <laughs> I still think Stephen King, King thinks he gets paid by the word. <laughs> yeah, kill, kill a dog, thousand pages, three thousand pages on that premise. Um, but yeah, it's, it's another sequel that we probably don't ever need to see. No. Um, but there you go. That's The Shining too. Should we move on to um, James Cameron has been spouting off again? Yeah, he's just been basically milking Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's talking about um, launching an Avatar MMO. Yeah. MMO RPG. Excellent. And he really wants to do that. He thinks it's the perfect IP for an MMO. But this is just he's just been talking loads of stuff to do with Avatar. So he's going to have an Avatar novel. There's two more Avatar movies in the works. There's an Avatar theme park at Disney World coming 2016. Is wow. it that rich an environment? Is it that rich a world? You know, you don't understand what stuff like Star Wars and stuff. Avatar. I know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just quote James Cameron. It's a very very big world. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. My fears are allayed. Yeah. I'm in. Um, it, there was quite a lot of fanfare after it after the movie came out. A lot of people getting really sucked in, saying that they really wanted to live on Pandora and stuff. So uh, there are, there must be a group of people out there who are really into Avatar. I don't know. Maybe it might not be our target audience. How exciting can it be? Just oh, I'm in a jungle. There is a tree. What is shiny? Um, but That's I like it. the idea of an avatar MMO like you're in the real world you play as a char- now character in the real world and then your character then has an avatar oh, in, like the, in Pandora <laughs> so it's kind of like layer upon layer and, you, and then they can control different animals yeah, which but, is almost like another layer but knowing knowing me I'd probably be like the mining guy who's just like mining <laughs> unobtainium for like 14 hours <laughs> and I'll just get someone in China to do it for me <laughs> but this do you is, know what this I've com- just remembered unobtainium <laughs> and I, now, now I've, that's just so fucking annoying it's isn't so, it it's so annoying unobtainium I mean come on at least put some effort into it's what it you just got, oh we ran out of aluminium <laughs> we have lots yeah. of aluminium <laughs> petrol but this is, this is from, mining for petrol I've extracted this information from an interview we did with James Cameron and I really like this this, this quote he said to him um, what role do you see video games playing in the 3D landscape with Playstation 3 and the Nintendo 3DS he goes I love it because it's another reason to buy a 3D TV <laughs> <laughs> brilliant uh, 3D innovator James yeah. Cameron selling 3D TVs <laughs> basically that's what it's come down to he's selling 3D TVs brilliant and now it's time to move on to trailer, trailer of the week. week trailer of week. the week week uh, and this week's trailer is uh, this really cryptic PlayStation trailer that was uh, announced by um, 
Kevin Butler in the States and he tweeted about it and we did a big thing on the site um, uh, to find out what it is. It's not announced what it is, but it's a cryptic PlayStation advert, so let's watch it. go oh, and you see Kratos appear very briefly just there you oh, see it? Uh, oh, yeah. oh. what date so, was that again so there we go 10th uh, 5th of the 10th so it's next week next Wednesday they're going to announce oh. wonder what it's going to be yeah so I guess it's like soldiers coming through a woods and then they're going into a castle and then mm. paying some money or something to go into a locked room mm. um, what do you think it could be um, PlayStation Nightclub <laughs> PlayStation yeah. Nightclub <laughs> there's a lot of references to a lot of PlayStation exclusive games in there so um I don't know what it's going to be. Is it the new Syndicate game? <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it could be some sort of PlayStation pay-as-you-go thing. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously they've got the PlayStation Pass, the PSM Pass. Isn't there a big mm. sign on that door saying, do not enter? <laughs> um, there's a, the PlayStation uh, PSM Pass where you have to have an in-box thing to be able to play online with PlayStation. Right. Whether that rolling that across every game, I don't know. But it looks like it might even just be a, a revamp of... PSN network or PlayStation Home or the, like the cross media bar yeah because yeah. they've never refreshed that have they since the launch like uh, Xbox have and we've reported in the past that there's a refresh coming to PlayStation Store and but is that big enough or are they setting themselves up for a bit of a backlash if it's just like oh it's new it's new gooey gooey <laughs> It's an on live thing. Everyone's talking about on live at the this moment. This is this is what I'm saying. If I think it's going to be something to do with it, some sort of pay as you go thing where you can download any PS3 game for yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah, for a certain Smarty. amount of money. Oh, you, what do you mean like a, a clever move, a, like cloud gaming, playing yeah. PlayStation yeah. Classics online? Because I mean, they 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 they're paying a little bit of money, just a little bit, to get into a room with all all the games. There you go, all the games, and like on live. Everyone's talking about on live at the moment simply because they gave away a few at some. Some things, some meeting, yeah, in a building, town. a building. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'd love to hear what you think is going to be announced. Um, as always, you can send your feedback to IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Maybe um, they're just giving up. Maybe Sony just going, you know what? We've had an expensive couple of years. Yeah, we're closing uh, it we're, down. We're closing it down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Imagine that if on Wednesday you turn your PlayStation on, it's just, it just says no, <laughs> no, game over. It's like a film. <laughs> Uh, we'll know by this time next week then uh, we will know yeah we'd love your predictions though um, maybe we'll send something PlayStation-y to the best predictions so yeah send them to um, IGN UK feedback at IGN.com um, as always where can we be found on Twitter Daniel Creeper? do you know yes of course I know go on at IGN UK there you go mm. and on Facebook Stu we're Team Ignuck yes all of that all of that um, so that was trailer of the week uh, now for today's uh, middle section where we do a talking point we're going to hand over to Mr. Pete Donaldson this is, oh, this is like no. the middle eight of the show this is yeah. like the middle eight uh, now uh, if you don't listen to the football ramble what the hell are you doing you're an idiot um, but in uh, is it, you is don't it, like football is it what well, you don't like football is it, is it new to this this season of uh, football ramble it's new or? to the season of football ramble we uh, sat around and uh, we couldn't think of anything so we thought we'd steal a feature from somewhere else where did you uh, steal it from we stole it from the uh, popular TV show Going for Gold Oh. Right. So uh, this is going for gold. Basically, what I do is I throw out a couple of uh, a couple of clues, yeah, pertaining to pointing to a video game star in this uh, in this instance, and uh, you guys have got to guess who the who star it is. is. Oh, it's the old "Who am I?" round. Who am I? Ah. Who am I? Why, why did we not think about this? Can we drop? So, did you bring the the sting for? I didn't bring here? the sting, but um, it, it's basically just me going, going for, going for gold. Gold is like a funny gold. It, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't really make sense in this context. It's, it's legally you can say game. But it's legally, but it's it's a, legally a game that makes you laugh out loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does there work. There you go. Yeah, okay. Works. All right. Um, do you want your first clue, lads? So, are we ready? Yeah. Stu, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop me at any braced. point to have a crack. Do you understand the rules? Uh, yeah. Do we yeah. win anything? Now the rest of me sandwich if you want. <laughs> Feel free. There's it's a hot wrap. Oh, right, not anymore. <laughs> no. Right, first clue. My scriptwriter was called Sam Lake, who gave me his face for the first game. No. Second clue. I did a proper sex all inside a woman named after a musical instrument. 
made me laugh. Clue three. That sex scene was actually voted fifth sexiest moment in gaming by Games.net in Stop. 2007. Is it Mario? <laughs> no, it <isn't. laughs> no, it is not. I live in a world decimated by the drug called the Valkyr. Oh, God, people are going to be screaming at us now. What is this? <clears throat> I was voiced by a man called James McCaffrey. Oh, God. Someone... It's just getting guessed. embarrassing now, isn't it? There's four clues left. You'll get it on the third, I reckon. I was going to appear on the Dreamcast, but the system died before it came out. Ooh. My wife and kid are dead. <gasps> um, uh, Max Payne. Bang! Oh, stupid! There we go. In there. Well done. Get right in there. Well done. Well, I knew we were gonna. I was just gonna throw. Out, I live my life in a New York minute. Good, very good. good. And uh, there was a film made of my life, so uh, not vintage going for gold. <laughs> <laughs> But all the obvious ones with the massive backstories that I could have uh, plumbed and stolen. Um, yeah, it's uh, it was kind of hard to find somebody who was not that well thought of. I like that. That's a, that was a good feature. Maybe we'll steal it from you after you steal it from someone else. <laughs> I think it needs your voice on it, though. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, shall we go? Go? Let's go. Let's just go home. I give up. Um, Let's move on to the big listener FU. Hell's teeth, yes, it's listener FU. (coughs) F-F-F-F-F-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U. All right then, Erica Costa. Hi, Erica Costa. Just writing to say I've been loving your show so much since the first time I heard it during the Gamescon episodes when you had fellow Mexican Anthony Gallegos on that I've been going through your backlog in reverse. I guess he's from Mexico, right? He's been going through our backlog in reverse. (laughs) not sure about that while doing this I've noticed there have been a number of times when you can hear sirens in the background and I'm just wondering are you guys in a dangerous part of London I'm just a bit worried about your guys and girls safety that's all Uh, anyways keep up the great work and stay safe that's from Eric Costa in Chicago PPS actually I haven't read out the PS so I'll make this the PS PS I also liked that Pete Donaldson guy. You should have him on more often if you can. Ah, here he is. Yeah, if you can tie you him down because he is so busy. <laughs> no, Thank you. So it makes me laugh on uh, the football ramble is when you get PSs on emails. Who is it that really hates PSs on emails? Jim really hates PSs. What's his, un- what's his logic behind that? He says it's unnecessary, but I don't mind a PS on an Well, you just thinking yes. put it in the body of the email. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, you sort of think, well... Is it P- were PSs created when you were writing and you couldn't really go back over your work? But you get them in letters nowadays, don't you, PS? Yeah. I don't have a problem with PSs. I think he's being hypersensitive. There you go. Are you putting your sticker on the... Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, I have an email from Oliver McKnight Lang, uh, and he says, I love to talk about demos on the podcast. That may actually be my favourite feature of this generation, the fact that you can try before you buy. Uh, the demo for Red Faction Guerrilla convinced me to buy the game. However, the demo for Warhammer Space Marine convinced me not to spend the money. I definitely think that all games should have demos re- released the week before they're released for purchase and not six months later like Bioshock. Um, so that was us talking about demos last yeah. week, whether we play them or not. Um, I thought Warhammer Space Marine was supposed to be quite good. Uh, the game is supposed to be all right. The demo is supposed to be a bit gash. So right. um, it's like, again, it's like it's the, the strength of the, the demo itself. Mm. Um, do you play demos, Pete? No, I'm um, I, I admit I played the FIFA demo on the PC because I wanted to see what it looked like on on a nice PC yeah. but um, other than that not massively no I, it's kind of it was kind of a lost heart for a while wasn't it because you used to get them on the front of magazines and yeah. Stuff. yeah we were saying that last week yeah you know what I miss on the front of a magazine? Like a big videotape. <laughs> you do that? They used to have like previews of new games and it used to be like a massive videotape. I used to, I used to buy official Nintendo magazine and one week it came with a video of a guy just completing Street Fighter 2. I must have watched that video about 20 times. What, all the way through? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know why he's oh, really into this. Just take it around <laughs> to my grandma's house. Just that and Beetlejuice. Just what? that and Beetlejuice in your rucksack. Yeah. Brilliant. Was it bad influence that you used to do the data burst at the end of the show? Oh, the data yeah. blast. Yeah. So yeah. you'd video it and yeah. then you'd play it. Pause, but you'd have to be like... Did you ever pause. try and do that? It was impossible. The tracking on my video was awful. Yeah. You could never... You'd have to have a really around. good video recorder with, yeah. the, with, the, with the still frame and also the frame advance button on it. That's yeah. the only way you could do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should we bring that back? Really no. fast videos that you have to pause? No. No, no we won't. <laughs> well, thanks for your email, Oliver. I uh, just want to say that we normally give away copies of Rift to people who write in. You'll also get a copy of Rift, but at the moment, our email system is absolutely balked and I can't pick up your email addresses. So, mm. can, um, I, can I just ask you another question about our email system? Yeah. It says every email's from Reykjavik. 
Uh, yeah. Why is that? Because <laughs> when I when I first started doing the listener oh, a few yeah. when you were away, I was like, we're massive in Iceland. Yeah, it's just not the, true. Uh, it's just IGN UK and roll mops. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Um, I've, I've just, I'm just going to quickly stick a bit of other feedback in here because someone wrote into about Keza saying uh, that they uh, had been reading her uh, Dark Souls review diary. Uh huh. And this is from Kirsty McCulloch in Reading, and she said she felt somewhat enraged early after reading the comment on her Dark Souls review diary. Some chumps seemed to be implying that because of Keza's gender, she was some not, somehow not capable of reviewing Dark Souls. These are stupid little boys who haven't even played the game. I bet she would kick your ass at any game. She worked for IGN. Uh, as a female gamer, she gets this stuff all the time. It's very irritating. I mean, Sexism like, in gaming. I know, yeah. Surely I've never heard the like of it. I've never heard the like of it. And if it wasn't for Keza herself, you lot wouldn't even be playing Dark Souls. I'll, I'll warrant that. Yeah. Yeah, because she was the first Western reviewer to even She play, reviewed it while she was living Dark in Souls. Japan. The Demon Souls, sorry. Demon Souls. And she, yeah. yeah. And she's partway responsible for getting it released over here, so... Hang on. I mean, ladies play games. Mad. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, sorry, let's move on. Um, next email's from Alex Wade, and he's just saying that he was a massive fan of the TV show Sherlock last year, and was wondering if there'd been any news on the new series and when it will air. <laughs> we, get, we get emails like this quite a lot, like we have a lot of sort of inside knowledge, and we, we often don't. We have to find out when you do. <laughs> oh, so on, um, keep the mystique up. But I'll tell you what I do know, that Sherlock is coming back. It was originally going to air at the end of the year, but apparently that's been pushed back, so we're mm. looking probably early 2012. Uh, it's going to be um, public... PBS is that public broadcasting yep. system in the States yep. it's coming to the States in May uh, there are going to be three episodes of Scandal in Bohemia The Hound of the Baskervilles and The Final Problem so hopefully we'll see them in January, February cool. that's a shame because I think that's really good Christmas TV I reckon it could yeah. be a really good Christmas we Especially might get one Hound at Christmas Day yeah you never know but um, yeah uh, the filming has uh, uh, finished on August 24th so uh, yeah it will be coming back Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in it uh, as is um, The Martin Hobbit Freeman. Uh, Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatt is still writing it so the delay is probably due to The Hobbit I guess it's Martin Freeman I know they've been very very accommodating I think they had to yeah try and fit him in because okay. um, he's kind of the big deal now yeah, yeah. I guess uh, in fact the delay was uh, filming schedule yeah so there you go That's he's really good in that as well Sherlock mm. He was, he was born to play Bilbo. Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> he was genetically engineered. <laughs> play um, oh, uh, it's my go then. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is an email from Sean T. McCarthy. Um, he basically goes through saying that, uh, having listened to the most uh, excellent podcast, 104, and the talking point about video game hype, I thought I'd share my two pennies worth. Hype for a new video game title is a good thing. Most tier one titles now spend a great deal of their budget on marketing campaign to hype the latest title before its release. But for me, a good trailer for a game and its franchise reputation, should it be part of one, is enough to get my attention. Um, but with Batman Arkham City, for example, so much has been revealed about it, the villains Batman will be facing, so many examples of the gameplay, that the wow factor is diminishing every time I see some new info online. I now have to avoid everything I see online for the game now, as I really just want to just fire it up and, and enjoy the game, basically. Mm. Um, hype is a good thing for any media item, whether it be a movie or a video game, but for £40 or more... I want to experience these things as I play the game, not having read about it or watched it in a video beforehand. So instead of the awesome feeling of thinking, wow, this is amazing, it becomes, oh yeah, I saw that about two weeks ago, somebody else playing it. So uh, yeah. thank you for all your hard work each and every week. IGN UK is still the benchmark for which all other video game and movie-based podcasts and online groups have to live up to, but constantly fail. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, me saying that, so I'm allowed to say that because I'm an outsider. <laughs> So you're not blowing your own trumpet, so to speak. Uh, well, thanks for your email, Sean. Yeah, mm. sorry, I think I read that right. <laughs> yeah, um, read it before. But yeah, about we were talking about last week about hype. I think it was a really good mm. subject. Have you got anything else to add on hype? One other thing in regards to Batman, with regards to Batman, Alex said when he was at Rocksteady, he asked them, are you a bit worried about the amount of stuff that you've shown in this game? And the developers said, we've only shown a very small percentage yep. of what's actually in the game. And if that's true, and they're not just saying that, it's a lot of stuff in that game. Well, yeah. it was the same with Arkham Asylum, though, wasn't it? They, they you know, they showed they a fair bit of that, and, and but they they held so much exciting stuff back. They've probably that. not played the races yet. You hope they haven't. I don't think so. Nowhere near it. Really no. enjoyed, really enjoyed the music on that uh, on the main trailer of the Batman Arkham. It fitted it really well. George Allred's written in. Hi Tom, you need to cut your grass. <laughs> what? That's what it says. <laughs> Hi, Tom, you need to cut your grass. Wow. What does that mean? Is that a euphemism? Is that a euphemism? Do you trim? What does it mean? Uh, also, uh, we've had an email. <laughs> he gets a copy of Rift 
just for writing just for those that, six yeah. words, wow. seven words. Uh, Fraser Pokenhorn's written in as well. Uh, I'm wondering if the map featuring the FU locations is still a part of the podcast. Yes, if so, please now add a pin to Auckland in New Zealand. Go the All Blacks. Oh, don't make him stand up. <laughs> Did you hear it crack? We actually really, we'd normally want actual feedback, not just can you put a pin in the map, but for okay, you right. in New Zealand, we need a spot in New Zealand. Crikey, so look at that. He's all the way over there. He's miles away. Yeah, could you get any further away? The, do the colours mean anything, the different colours of the no. stickers? Oh, they're how, how much we like them. Oh, right, yeah. okay. How much, what's he got? Oh, he's got a blue. That's cold. Yeah. That's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. He's, well, he's near the Antarctic. Yes. Uh, rugby World Cup's on in New Zealand at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, we're yeah. big rugby fans, are we? Big rugby fans. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten it's on. It came on and is it still on? When's it? It's on at five in the morning, is it? Is it? Oh, fuck that. Listen, I'm just having a look. All night. We're, oh. playing, we're playing Scotland on Saturday. Yeah, We've had correct? nobody from South America yet. All right. Okay, we've got the whole of South America still not Russia. Africa. Russia. Africa not been touched in. Oh, yeah, we've had somebody actually. We had we've got West in, Africa. Yeah. We're banned in China. Yeah, we I'm are. Pretty sure we are. <laughs> I'd like to get somebody from Mongolia. I'd love someone from India. Mongolia. India. India's only little. It's no surprise. And Russia. Yeah. So, if anyone is from any of those locations, and Greenland please. and Iceland, that would be cool. And Alaska. No, I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> do you laminate your map? Oh, someone sent it to us laminated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very pretty, nice, it's pretty yeah. laminated. Wipe, cl- wipe clean. Right. Next bit of feedback is from Ollie Klinkenberg. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, you, last week you spoke about collector's editions, is that right? I wasn't in last week. Yes, um, we did. Yeah, but you must have listened to it, surely. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I heard Alex trying to say trailer of the week. <laughs> Trade out time bar. <laughs> Trade out time bar. That's what we should have called it this week. Um, yeah. Do you guys like it when games offer such physical things as a pre-order bonus, or would you prefer to just have the same game packaging as the regular release and some kind of bonus digital content? And he says he's loving the new format and the improv jingles. Well, thank you. Uh, is that from Reykjavik? He's from Monro- Monrovia. Monrovia, is that, is that where Dr. Doom's from? <laughs> oh, where is Dr. Oh, yeah. Mol- uh, Fuck. Let's move on. Latveria. Latveria, that's it, yeah. Brilliant. It's a fake place. Um, so what was the feedback of the <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. to read it again. Basically, when we get a game, do we want the free shit? Like the, the crap stuff that will just accumulate a thick layer of mm. dust? Either way, I don't actually pay much attention to the extra stuff unless... Mm. I, I sort of draw a line. I've got a, a Civilization Four chess set, oh. but I didn't buy it. <laughs> Did it come with the game? Yes. But was it, it a, spe- a special thing, or was it just it someone with budget? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really sure what. The, I'm not really sure what the um, whether you could buy that anywhere. Like, it's, right. an it's just tat, sort of, though, isn't it? It is tat. Yeah. You sort of, yeah. After a while, you do sort of have a. You're sort of. Um, you just hate that sort of stuff, don't you? Yeah. You resent it. It's just like, oh, I've got too much tat. And it's <laughs> dusting as well. It's always that crap plastic that accumulates dust. And it's always really like getting the dust out of the out of the cracks. Well, a soft a, a soft uh, paintbrush will work wonders there, Tom. I'm not paint, but like getting tat down to use a little paint. What about an air, uh, you know, a compressed air can then? Just use that. Just oh, it's just, it's, ta- it's a hassle. <laughs> so in collectibles. In-game DLC for me. Just throw it away then. Yeah, yeah in-game DLC for me. Not tat. <laughs> so you, uh, what, you don't go home put on your night vision goggles play with your remote control car um, look at your driver San Francisco die cast model uh, no none of that <laughs> there's only there's only four million of those in the world, <laughs> and to be fair we made a shitload for the third game so we're going to be doing it again <laughs> we'll just paint it a different colour <laughs> uh, Matt Allsop writes in um, he says a couple of podcasts ago you were talking about uh, one of your friends who could remember the whole of Back to the Future I think it was Tilly was going on about his mate who would That's recite right. the whole of the Back to the Future funnily enough he has a friend who can recite any film he sees doing all the voices and it's amazing because he listened to the podcast he asked him to his mate to watch Back to the Future and the next day his mate came in and did the whole thing it was the best break time ever thanks IGN he did uh, it in a brick time. Yeah, the whole of it. <laughs> but apparently, he just skips the action, does all the vo- just mm. does the voice in the script with all the different right, voices. Okay. Uh, apparently, his he, his friend has a slight brain condition which allows him to remember masses of information. But as a result, his handwriting and spelling suffers as a result of this. I've only got one thing to say a to fine this. Trade-off, yeah. a fine trade-off. It's, it's a fine trade-off. <laughs> I've got bad spelling and handwriting anyway, yeah. and I can't do that whole thing. Mm. So <laughs> you've got it lucky. See, kids today, though, they don't need to do that because they can just take their iPhones into school with the whole film on it. Yeah. And just watch that at break time. But yeah, I've got one it's thing gonna to say It's going to be a lost art. I want a video of this. Come yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Right? I want just a scene. What's the best scene from Back to the Future? <sighs> I remember I, I went into my mate's room at university and he it was halfway through... Uh, writing the script for Wayne's World 2, as in just watching the film, pausing it, 
writing down what was said in the what? form of a script. Like they didn't have that in the first place. Like like <laughs> such a thing, such a wonderful thing would never exist. So transcribing it. Transcri- yeah, effectively transcribing Wayne's World too. But I'm sure you could get that from somewhere. That's ridiculous. Surely you could buy that from somewhere. That's kind of like I don't the... know what it wasn't he wasn't gonna do anything with it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Just amateur yeah. dramatic. <laughs> but yeah, I want to still video friends with this. No, I never liked him. Matt, also, can you get us a video of him doing the scene from Back to the Future 2 where he goes to the 90s cafe, or the 80s cafe, whatever it was called? That's probably one of my favourite scenes. I want to see a video of him doing that. What's the kind of Pepsi they have in the future? Yeah, it's like Future Pepsi or something, and and, uh, Biff comes in and does this whole thing, and isn't Elijah Wood in that scene as well as like a five-year-old kid? Yes, he is. (laughs) Who's got the next bit of feedback? Uh, I think I have. It's from Luke Frolic, and we did. Uh, I thought I'd write back after you guys implemented podcast bitches or whatever you want to call it. First, the best re-release I saw in the movie theatre was when Raiders of the Lost Ark was 20 years old. It's one of my favourite movies. I was too young to see it on its first run and seeing it on the big screen was fantastic, especially because there were no new bits added in or changed. Um, It's annoying how every Star Wars has uh, something new added to it. Are there any director's cuts or extended editions of movies you liked better than the originals, guys? Well, yeah, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. It's the obvious choice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I would say. Um, um, well, there's the whole thing about Wicker Man, I suppose, which the director's cut is the cut that you can just about see now if you're willing to watch quite a low-quality version of it. Oh, yeah, I'd never knew that. Yeah, well, because it was, it, was it was originally like a two-hour film, Wicker Man, back in 73. And then uh, the studio didn't know what to do with it. They'd never seen a film like this. So they took it out of the hands of the director, cut about 20 minutes out of it, uh, totally fucked the story up and then put it out on a double bill with Don't Look Now. And then many years later, like a decade later, they found the one existing complete print of this film. Right. I think it belonged to... Um, uh, oh, what's that American uh, director makes really low-budget films back in the 60s and 70s? Corman, Roger, Roger Corman. Corman. They fe- he had a print of it. And they took this print to be... To be duped so that they could have a safety print mm. and it got lost somebody lost the only existing what? print and then a couple of years after that in a, an american tv station a, a, a really crappy old videotape surfaced of the entire film so now you can see the entire wicker man but you it, it switches from being quite a nice 35 mil print to being really quite grainy and gritty looking <laughs> videotape but at least you can see it and that's Wonderful. an example of a, of, of, a, of a director's cut that is better definitely um, Even though it's the original cut, if you see what I mean. I don't think I have anything to add to that. <laughs> no, I don't. I like that. That, was, that, was, that was great. Have you ever heard the voiceover version of Blade Runner? Yeah. Yeah. It's not right, is it? I've, I've never seen it. Isn't Guillermo it del Toro says it's his preferred version of the film. <laughs> really? But he is. He's like, wacky. Wacky, yeah. Mm. Would that have been the first one I watched? Yeah. Blade probably. Runner. Yeah. With the voiceover, yeah. I've, lost, I've lost track of all the different Blade Runner yeah. versions. Um, there you go any more feedback yeah it's on a similar vein actually it's Joel Joel McClendon from uh, Houston uh, since you got a map yeah he says yeah he, basically I'll put you up in a minute Joel alright he's from Houston uh, he's writing in with movies that I love that I didn't get to see in theatres the big one for him is Indiana Jones and Which I think your friend your friend your emailer just said <laughs> was Indiana Jones wasn't yeah, it but he was from Britain Frolic. yeah, yeah. Yes. and unfortunately oh, no. Oh yeah, sorry. Go on. Which is a, which is a shame, isn't it? Because you know these. The, the, you used to get like repertory cinemas that you just used to show, like the Prince Charles down the road that just occasionally puts a, an old movie on the big screen. Yeah. We need we need more of that stuff. But you know when they show back, I'm, I don't mean to diss the Prince Charles, but when they show Back to the Future one and two back to back, they show it off the DVD. Surely Blu-ray. That's no. terrible. Yeah, off the DVD. Wow. Anyway. I said that to you the other week about them doing that. You didn't believe that. I just think it's disgraceful. Yeah. Don't they do yeah, don't you. the Prince Charles Cinema do? Um, oh, it's that film with that nutty guy. The Room. Spoon, the room. Yeah, they do. It's the like <laughs> London home of the Room. I yeah, yeah. I still I've haven't seen watched that. that. No, he, he, he did a video game review. I saw that. Thing. Yeah, you see it? He, it was Mortal Kombat. It was just him, Johnny. What's his name? Johnny. Um, Johnny Wizzo. Yeah, just him in a room playing. Like Mortal Kombat, That's so and weird. Going, I'm going to get you. Ah, you kill me. Ah, <laughs> ah. He's just getting really angry at this kid's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that should have been our official IGM review. Yeah, the Johnny <laughs> Wizzo one. Um, yeah, wait, what was his feedback then? Then, yeah, Raiders. He wants to see Raiders on the big Joan on the big screen. On the big Joan. Mm. On the big Joan. On the Joan. <laughs> well, I would like to see Raiders on a big Joan. What? what would you like to see on the big screen? Oh, we discussed this before, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. You weren't here last week. Forget you it. Here. I'd like to see the jerk, Steve Martin. Really. Oh, he's not visually captivating, but I'd quite like to see that. See, I, really old comedies work brilliantly in a, in a cinema. I remember going to see um, 
the general, Buster Keaton's the general, in the Prince Charles, actually, with a, with a proper piano accompaniment. Oh, cool. And it, the place was packed, and it got such a good reception. Because old comedies like that just work well with an audience, as opposed Flight to sitting at home. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 You know, Prince Charles do a swing-along as well with Wayne's World 1 and 2. So you can go and swing along. Uh, so that is listener feedback. Uh, thank you for your feedback, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what? For your feedback, lady. Feedback, lady. That's from uh, that the Rumble as well, yeah. Um, but if you want to send your feedback to IGN UK podcast, you send it to IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. You can also come and pester us on Twitter, IGN UK, or on Facebook at Team IGN UK. Uh, next is uh, our section where we talk about what is coming out this week and we try and predict how the charts are going to go. What is coming out? What is coming out this week? Daniel this in the games. A, a, you know, it's not Skyrim, but FIFA 12's out. <laughs> yeah, it's not Skyrim, though. No. <laughs> it's out on every platform no, known to man. Should we, should we do some sort of guerrilla tactic marketing? Should we go up to game in a minute and print out loads of stickers to put on the front of FIFA 12 saying, it's not Skyrim. When Skyrim all, comes out, it's not FIFA. Because <laughs> they have all those display copies. We should go out and play, put, put stickers on saying, out now. So just keep, people keep taking it to the desk. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> X-Men Destiny. Yeah. Do you know much about that? Not really. I watched our review preview. You just got copies in the States. It's just... Did you play any of the old X-Men games on the game? It's like an arcade type game. Yeah, I think so. Kind of like levelling up your characters. I think it's button mashing, essentially. Right. But reviews going up later this week. And then the Team Eco collection. Which we said was Eco, out last Ico. week, but it's out this week. Eco, Eco. I've always gone for Eco myself. Mm. But I've been playing that a lot recently. I've been playing Shadow of the Colossus. I've, I've slayed four of the Colossuses wow I really want to play that so um, we'll discuss this afterwards but I'll borrow it a few notes okay Uh, um, so uh, chart predictions yes so you want to see last week's charts yeah let's see oh what I'm going to do what I'm going to do I'm going to go FIFA 12 FIFA 12 can't be anything else I think it's going to bulldoze it FIFA 12 number 1, 2 and 3 probably yeah on different formats Um, I think the Playstation 2 version is going to do really well yeah (laughs) Um, I think number 2 I'm going to put Gears of War yeah and then number three, oh, I'm going to say Dead Island. Yeah. I think it'll hold strong. Lovely predictions. Lovely. They'll come back next week to find out how Daniel Creeper did with his predictions. Out this week in the movie theatres across the land. Uh, there's a movie called Abduction, which has Taylor Lautner in it. Yeah, the little buff guy from, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Twilight. Oh, the little weird little fellow. Have you seen any of the Twilight, yeah. Twilight films? In the first movie, he's got this big, long, like, mane of hair. And then, obviously, by the second one, they realise it looks ridiculous. <laughs> so they've given him a haircut. Uh, he's a little buff guy. He gets abducted as a child. Anyway, that's that. Melancholia is also out, which is the new Lars von Trier film. Had very good reviews. Yeah, has... <laughs> Kirsten Dunst won an award for yeah, it. Yeah, she gets knockers out as well. Gets them out. She, she's done that before, hasn't she? Has she? No. Don't know. Kirsten Dunst's knockers in a no, movie? I think so. Um, no, I think, no. don't think so. What's that website that tells you? Kirsten Dunst's knockers. So slowly. Yeah, that was. Kirsten Dunst get uh, knockers out. Kirsten Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten knockers, I call her. Kirsten knockers. Anyway, that's the last one. Trees in the film. I'm quite intrigued about that. Want to see that? Uh, then the debt is out, which is Sam Worthington and yep. Helen Mirren. Mirren, yeah. Uh, Who else is in that? Isn't it? Um, what's it called? Kira Knightley in that. New, no. some British hot talent. Uh, I don't know who it is. Cause it was a, I was reading a, an interview with uh, Sam Worthington today, where he admits he's an absolute dick on set because he gets into character so much that he just behaves like the character. So if he's playing an arsehole, he just acts like boy. Well, he not acts like an arsehole, but he becomes an arsehole for the entirety and doesn't I, come out. I character. like this about Antipodean actors; they all seem a bit mental. Like Hugh Jackman <laughs> is clearly not quite. He, I mean, he seems like a really nice, genuine guy, but he's obviously crackers. Mm. As is Russell Crowe. As is Sam Worthington. He likes Curly Whirlies. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Is that right? Mm. When I interviewed him, he, I walked into the room and he was just like, just nomming down a Curly Whirly, going, <laughs> "Oh, I, lo- I love <laughs> Curly I Whirlies." Love this. I was like, "All right, we don't have these at home." You, I'll let you finish that, Jack. <laughs> Next, mm. next, he threw it up in the air and attacked it with his Wolverine claws. <laughs> yeah. he was, That's he was how they make the mini ones. That's, That's how it. they make the mini ones. They <laughs> <laughs> took them at Wolverine. And, um, the Shark Knight 3D is out and also Red State. Red State, quite excited about. Yeah, but I, I just think. That film at all. I, I don't think it's going to. Nobody's going to go and watch it. No one's going to watch it. Kevin, no. Sta- Kevin Smith has fucked himself. Like, why distribute it yourself? Like, it just. Because Miramax wouldn't getting the money or something wasn't it or, or wanted control it, over it messy, wasn't it yeah he just I think he'd said he'd had enough with the system and he was going to sell it to the highest bidder and then in the end he bid for it and distributed himself and just a weird old system this is his last film though apparently he's retiring good oh 
Sorry. <laughs> uh, so predictions for the charts. I don't think any of those movies are going to trouble the top no. three. If anything, I think Abduction will probably be the highest new entry because it's got Taylor Lautner in it. Uh, but I think we're going to see Ticker Taylor, Soldier Spy hanging on to the number one spot. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably see Crazy Stupid Loves hanging on at number three. Uh, and I'm going to predict that Abduction is going to come in at number three. Just because it's got Taylor Lautner in it. And Hang on, you said number three it. twice. Did I? Yeah. Crazy Stupid Love at number two, right. Abduction number three. All right. Yeah. Um, the finale of Doctor Who this weekend. Apparently so. Yes. Mm. Mm. I've not watched yeah. any of the second half of the series. you got to catch up before Saturday. <laughs> Maybe. I, I watched, I've I watched, read all the reviews. Though. I watched five minutes of, was it last week's one when they were in a hotel? And it's literally oh. the only five minutes of Doctor Who I've ever watched. That was two weeks ago. That was a, a good, good episode. And, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah was it towards the end? It was towards the start. They just arrived and then uh, they couldn't find them. I always like the bit towards the end where they're always running around. The gorilla. There was a gorilla in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to invest a lot into Doctor Who I think if you go into it and you're just quite cynical and you turn it on and just think this is absolute crap but you do need to invest when it, it when it got relaunched I was just a little bit wary that it was um, it was very strictly come dancing in that it was quite middle class and quite sort of retro yeah. and, quite, and that's why I never got back into it but, but I think since Russell T Davies has, has moved on and Steve Moffat's taken over I think it's really taken a turn for the better yeah I think Whether so. I think this, the viewing figures have suffered but I think it's a much more credible show now mm. anyway so find out what we thought of the Doctor who finale next week I guess yeah, yeah I'll try and catch up shall we talk up. about it yeah yes you just watch the ending Jurassic Park came in at number 11 on the charts just spotted that nice. it took 245,000 I can't be on that pounds. many screens can't have been uh, average per screen 889 quid so you do the maths it's when dinosaurs ruled the cinemas <laughs> dinosaurs ruled the cinemas again uh, there we go so should we call the end to this debacle of Podcast 105? Yeah, see you then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. As always, if you like this podcast, which we sure you do, uh, come to iTunes and give us a good five-star rating. Um, if you want to listen to another pa- podcast while you're there, have a listen to Pete, The Football Ramble. It's yeah. about football, isn't it? You can do. Yeah. You like football. Um, is, it, is it not really worth it? <laughs> well, you can turn up you do it. Yeah, Probably. yeah. Tell me about it. Can you do? <laughs> uh, but thanks for joining us as always. Uh, we've been the IGN UK podcast. You've been our listeners, I think, maybe. Uh, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.